we're not going to leave our series yet. <laughs> the Lord told me, he said, keep preaching this until it's become a habit in our life. You know, when it gets to the habit stage, it's not so hard to get going every day in it. it it's, when it gets to the habit stage, it's like you start trying to start a lawnmower, you know, vroom, vroom. once it started, that's the habit stage. You don't have to pull anymore. And there's some things the Lord's been dealing with us about the last three weeks that I know, I know it's going to take a few weeks to develop into this and to make this a part of our life where we do it without thinking. But I'm telling you, it will be totally worth it. I have already seen, you heard the testimony Carla gave today about the gal with the cold sore. There's some things in my life. I had a toothache like two weeks ago. It's totally fine today. It's, it's like, and that, that, you know, that just doesn't happen naturally. Um, I've had problems, the same problems in other teeth, and that's not how it got fixed last time. I didn't, I didn't know some of these things back then. But if everybody wants something out of the ordinary to happen in their life, but nobody, a lot of people don't want to do something ordinary, out of the ordinary, I should say. Everybody wants something out of the ordinary, but they're not willing to do something out of the ordinary. How many know you might have to tell your personality to take a break for a few minutes? and do something a little different than you're used to doing if you want to see a victory in your life. So turn to Proverbs 17, and we're going to talk about the serious business of joy. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to get serious about that disease and be joyful by faith and overcome it. Would you say that with me? The serious, the serious business, business of joy. Of joy. Joy is way more than we've been taught in our upbringing, unless you've been taught these things in church and the Word. Joy is way more than an emotion. It's way more than an, a feeling. Joy is a spiritual power God's put in every born-again believer that you can choose to be in anytime you choose to. Now, let's look at the power of that. Look at Proverbs 17. And let's talk a little bit more about the serious business of joy. Now, this is interesting because... Some of you are going to feel like, well, Pastor, um, th there's, there's, there's many things in my life right now that have, that have come up, and um, I just don't believe joy is the thing I need to hear right now. Well, maybe by the time we're done today, you'll realize joy is something that will actually help fix your problems if you choose to be in it because you believe something. See, it's so weird because people, we've grown up in a world where we think joy is something that happens to us when good things happen around us. Joy is something that's already in you that can actually change things that are going on around you. You've got to learn to be happy when you don't feel like it. Just like you take medicine when you're sick, you've got to learn to be joyful when you're not feeling well by faith because you believe something if you want to see circumstances change. Now, we're going to read this here. So look, a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. Now, the word like in the King James is not there. It's saying this, a merry heart does good. It is a medicine. It's not just like, it is a medicine. Now, this is a prescription from the Lord to you right now. Now, now how many of you think it would be a little strange in the natural for somebody to say, as soon as I feel better, I'll take my medicine. How many think that maybe need a little work upstairs? As soon as I feel better, I'll take my medicine. Well, what difference is this? Well, as soon as I feel better, I'll be happy. 
Right. Why would it be crazy in the natural, not a little bit off in the spiritual? Right. Friend, if it's, if, it's, if it's a little off to say, when I feel better and when I'm healed, I'll take my medicine, then it would be just the same in the spiritual. Right. Now, do you see the word doeth? Listen, church, listen. If you have, if you want to see a change in your circumstances, you got to do something about it. Yes. Or should I say, you got to doeth something about it. Say, I'm going to doeth something about it. Has God given us something we can do to see a change? When do, you, when do you take medicine? Usually. Now, if it's preventative medicine, we understand that's a different zone, but even God's Word is preventative medicine. So it's good to laugh all the time. Rejoice in the Lord how often? Always. And again, just in case you missed it, I say rejoice. Right? When is always? Always means two times. It means when you feel like it and when you don't. A merry heart does good like a medicine. We say, well, pastor, that's, that's talking about spiritual health. No, bones is bones. Yeah. A broken spirit dries the bones. He's not switching to a whole new realm in the last half of the verse. He's talking about this will fix physical problems in your life. Yeah. Bones, liver, blood, Amen. emotions. This will fix it. A merry heart does good like a medicine, but it's not like a medicine. It is a medicine. The word like is not in the original. It's italicized. It means it's not found in the original. So a merry heart does something. So could we put it like this? <laughs> joy makes good things happen. Say this. Joy is not an emotion. It's a fruit of the Spirit. And I can be in it anytime I choose. You like the word Mary? You know, we say every once a year, Merry Christmas, right? Yeah. What about Merry Monday? Right. Merry Tuesday? Yeah. Merry Wednesday? Yeah. Oh, Merry Thursday? Yeah. Merry Friday? Yeah. Merry 8 o'clock? Merry 9 o'clock? Merry 10 o'clock? Yeah. Why reserve it for one day a year if it makes you healthy? That's right. Huh? Now, I'm going to have to be honest with you. I, I got a lot of the material I'm sharing with you right now from a preacher um, who preaches healings, who used to preach healing school. I went on the church archives, and a guy named John Capetto was, was, was teaching. <laughs> I'm serious. He was teaching in, in healing school on uh, being glad changes things. And uh, so if you want to hear that, it's a free archive. You can go on the Internet. Just go to the Healing School tab and click on Be Glad, and you'll find it. But I, I taught these things in 2012. Not quite the same way I'm teaching now, but a lot of these things came to me from... Do you know I like to come to church to hear what I'm going to say? Because <laughs> I really trust the Lord to speak. Not, this isn't coming from me. This is coming through me. The Lord's t trying to help you today. And, you know, I got to thinking, are, are, people, are people happy because they're healthy? Or are people healthy because they're happy? Joy is a producer, right? Joy makes good things happen. What does it say? A merry heart doeth good. One translation says, being cheerful makes you healthy. Now, we're, now, what are we talking about? Okay, tell me a joke and I'll laugh? Not necessarily, no. What we're talking about is being happy because we believe something yeah. over this circumstance. Yeah. 
we believe something. That's why I'm happy. I may not feel a thing. I may have worse problems around me than I've ever had. But I can be happy. Why? Because I believe someone loves me very, very much. And the Bible says, I am more than a conqueror. And that's the first, you know, that part of the verse, you know, I'm more than a conqueror. I used to emphasize that all the time until the Lord said, no. The last half is what you really need to emphasize. I am more than a conqueror through him that loved me. In other words, I can't go down because of this storm any more than God's love can't save me. This is all based on him loving me. So really, to doubt that I might not make it through is to doubt his love for me. This is the way the Lord gave it to me. To think you might not make it through is to doubt his love for you. And I ain't doing that no more. I don't care if professionals and, and scholars and people try to tell me this is not right and you never know what God might do. You know what? You're never going to get me to doubt God loves me ever again. I'm, I am more than a conqueror through him that loved me. Me winning is based on him loving me. Yes. And I believe in his love. Yes. And I'm coming through. Yes. How are you going to get through? I have no idea, but I know I'm going to make it. Yes. He's my way maker. Amen. Everybody say this. Joy, Joy. makes Grace. good things happen. So what, what do you have to be joyful about when you're not feeling well, when you're in the biggest trial of your life? What do you have to be joyful about? Oh, just a few thousand promises from a God who can't lie and loves you more than you love your kids <laughs> and wants you blessed more than you want free. Right? Can we just practice a little bit right now? Can you just turn to your neighbor and smile? <laughs> We're progressing. <laughs> Tell me something you have some tell me something you have to be joyful about right now no matter what's going on in your life. A, you're born again. You know what that means? That means to depart and be with Christ is far better. But don't 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 get leaving on your mind cuz you ain't done yet. And ain't no depression going to tell you to leave. Ain't no disease going to kick you out of your life out of your body. You leave when you're done. You want to hear more about that, come to Wednesday, because we're talking a lot about divine protection in these perilous times on Wednesday night, and the Lord has revealed some powerful things to us about that. So what do you have to be happy about right now when you just got the worst doctor's report of your life? Well, number one, you're born again. Do you know, I say this quite a bit in the church, but you know, we don't teach divine healing and divine protection because we're afraid to die. Why would we be afraid to die if when we leave here we're going to be with the Father? What's so, what's so fearful about that? Paul said to depart and be with Christ is not better, it's far better. So why would we be afraid to die if it's far better? But at the same time, we're still here. Why are we still here? Because we got kingdom business to do. Right? We have a job. This church has a vision, a heavenly vision, and we will not be disobedient to the heavenly vision. Powers have tried to stop us. All kinds of things have come up. But we will not quit and we will not. We will finish what the Lord told us to do because it's in his strength we're doing it. Anybody thankful for the grace of God to get you through everything and anything that comes against you in this life? I actually wrote a devotion. It's right here. I actually wrote a devotional book a while back called Amazing Grace Changes Everything. 
and I, we felt prompted to do this because we kind of heard some extreme teachings that we felt needed balanced a little bit. But how many of you know the, the grace of God is with you everywhere you go and you're going to make it through everything? Now, if you take the worry road, you're not going to experience much, but that's not God saying no to helping you. That's you getting on a wrong road. Jesus didn't say, don't worry, everything will be okay. He said, don't worry so that everything can be okay. Rachel said, I think earlier how, um, or Nikki it was, that um, when you get in worry, you're not in faith. Worry is not, don't worry is not just a good idea. It's life-saving. Right. <sighs> so what's, what's a good, what's something to rejoice at? You're born again. Here's another thing to rejoice at. No matter what's going on around you, here's a really interesting thing. Your name's in the book that lets people into heaven. Now, you say, well, Pastor, that's cool. Yeah, you think cool. Wait a few more clicks and you'll be going, glory to God forever in the highest. My name is in the book, the Lamb's book of life. All right, so, so you're born again. Your name's in the book. That's something to be happy about, even if you're feeling pain right now in your body or your mind or your marriage, right? That's something to be happy about, right? Because you believe these things. Now, if you believe you're going to be happy. If you're not going to be happy, you just know. You've got, go, you got to go from knowing to believing. And one sure sign you're believing... Oh, glory to God! I'm not going to a real hell that I deserve. You know where the worm dies not? <laughs> I ain't going. That's right. Why? Because I accepted Jesus, the only way to the Father. That should get you happy. And if you're not happy, turn off the TV and read these things over and over again until you start getting happy because it works for you when you believe it, not just when you know it. What else do you have to be happy about when all your circumstances are haywire right now? What else do you have? You ready? God always causes you to triumph. Yes. Woo. All right, say this with me. I, I am going to win, going to win over, everything over everything I'm going through right now. Because, because I, believe I believe God's not a liar. See, when you use scriptures, scriptures aren't just to have on your nightstand. Scriptures are to use. It's likened unto a sword and a warrior in battle. You've got to speak the word like Jesus spoke the word. It is written and you will see results. Yes. Especially if it's coming from a spirit-filled life. Not just, you know, pulling a spare tire out when you need something. All right, so if he always causes you to triumph in Christ, then if you believe that, then no matter what's going on around you, you're going to have a degree of rejoicing about you because you believe it. Right? I mean, anytime you hear really, really good news, you're probably not going to go, oh, 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 unless you don't believe it. You know why some people have a hard time believing God? Because he's a stranger to them. I would have a hard time trusting a stranger with my deposit in the bank. You know why a lot of people have a hard time trusting God? They just don't know Him. I wouldn't have a hard time trusting Carla with anything. My life. Why? Because I've gotten to know her. If you're having a hard time trusting God, again, turn off the TV or the computer for a while 
and get to know him. Read the book, pray over scriptures, talk to him, open up, get to know him, make a practice of that every day. In a few months, in a year or so from now, you're going to know him more than you've ever known him before. And now you don't have to try so hard to believe. It's going to be natural. Like, I don't have to try to believe Carla. Hey, honey, can you give me a ride? The car broke down. I'm over here at the mall. Carla goes, okay, I'll be there in 10 minutes. And I hang up the phone and go, oh, man, I hope Carla comes now. I hope she really comes to get me. I don't know. She may not. I don't know. I don't even have those thoughts. And it's all because I spent time with her. All right. So I want you to turn to Philippians chapter 1. Now, if you don't like your circumstances, you can do with something about them. Right? What can you do with? A merry heart doeth good. It's a medicine. Say, I'm going to do with something about my circumstances. Oh, man. I'm already excited. It may take a few weeks to develop the habit of joy, being joyful because of what you believe, not just what you feel, not just because what's going on. Hey, let, let me say this. Remember I just said a few moments ago, are people happy because they're healthy, or are they healthy because they're happy? Huh? You know, that goes in the area of prosperity. Are people happy because they're rich? Now, don't get me wrong. We, happy, true happiness doesn't come from wealth. But you look at even in the world, people, a lot of people are happy because they're rich. Are they rich because they're happy? Now, if you read scriptures, you will find out that a merry heart doeth good like a medicine even to your finances. Yeah. Okay. For time's sake, I'm not going to go there, but Joel, the prophet Joel, chapter 1, verse 12, it says all their businesses were failing. Everything was withering. The pomegranate tree, the fig tree, everything was drying up. Everything was going bad. Their businesses were failing. And it said, comma, because joy withered yeah. from the sons of men. Yeah. Telling us that joy <clears throat> or lack of it also affects our finances. Yeah. <clears throat> Very interesting. Yeah. I've shared this before, and this doesn't, don't, you know, this isn't, the major deal here, but I, I went on Google a while back and looked up Bill Gates and see all the pictures of him, you know, click images up there. Almost every picture of Bill Gates, I mean, young to old, almost every picture, he's smiling. Unless he's in the middle of a talk, like, <laughs> or something, you know. Or, he was a teenager, I think it was in Arizona, he got arrested for a traffic violation, he's in orange and he's smiling. <laughs> I don't know, maybe there's something about his personality that helped him in this area. Maybe he unconsciously tapped into some of these spiritual truths that were available to all of us a long time ago. So are people happy because they're rich? Or are they rich because they're happy? Does attitude really have that much to do with our future? Well, you know it does. And the spirit of faith has joy in it. You know the spirit of faith like David had when he approached Goliath? He had a spirit of faith. He didn't just have principles... You know, I got my notes. When the crisis of life came, something was in his blood. Yeah. Faith. And if you're really in faith, you're going to have some joy no matter what is going on around you and no matter what you feel like. And if you get in the habit of being joyful because of what you believe instead of just feeling good, if you'll be happy and joyful by choice because of what you believe, mm -hmm. that will be power against your adverse circumstances. 
Okay, so, you ready? All right, now listen closely. I believe the Lord told me to tell you this this morning. If you want your circumstances to shape up, you are going to have to cheer up about what you believe. If you want your circumstances to shape up, you're going to have to cheer up. Now, we grew up in a world, ever since we were young, that we don't cheer up until things shape up. But God says, believers, cheer up and things will shape up. Cheer up about what? Your Father loves you and wants you blessed more than you want yourself blessed. His promises are true. You've got to realize you can be joyful anytime you want. You're a child of God. And there's no circumstances or situations coming against you that can make you sad. You have to choose to let those circumstances make you sad. Joy is more of a choice. It, joy has more to do with our choices than our circumstances. You're, you're the offspring of God. You can make choices in your life. The Bible says, be glad. Do you ever think about be glad? Thank you. <laughs> Who is this woman? <laughs> Do you ever think about be glad? Be glad is way stronger than feel glad. The Lord says, be glad. What should you do? Obey him. Right? <laughs> right? I, I remember we taught on these things a while back, and I think we even taught some of these things in Castle Rock a while back at a church out there, about um, it's time to obey the commandment of joy. Amen. The Bible says, rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Who said that? Who said, be glad and rejoice? The Lord did. Well, he's not telling you to do something you can't do. Say, I can be glad anytime I want. I encourage you to be glad because of what you believe more than anything else. And you're going to have to get in the habit of this because right now most of, you are in, most of us have been in the habit of being glad when things are going well. It's a little bit different to be glad when all hell is breaking loose. But if you're glad because you believe God, His love, His power, His promises, if you believe God, you can be happy in the midst of a storm, and that's actually how you change the storm. Being glad needs to be a lifestyle, not just something you do when you're in trouble and just force it out all the time. I remember one time we were reading Mark 11:24. Jesus said to everybody, whatever you desire when you pray, what do you desire? It's, it's, there's no limit. Whatever you desire when you pray, believe you receive it and you'll have it, Jesus said. So the Lord told it to us like this one time. He said, son, when you're done praying, just be happy like you got it and you'll get it. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking, how happy would I be if I just had that thing I prayed for? I started smiling. And then I started dancing. (laughs) Be happy like you got it. Isn't that what Jesus said? Be happy like you got it and you'll get it. Sometimes you just have to surprise yourself and go, ha, 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 ha. You know what I mean by surprise yourself? Probably surprise your spouse too. (laughs) 
what's going on in the bathroom there? <laughs> Be happy like you got it and you'll get it. Come on, even the secular world has tapped into a small portion of this spiritual truth. You, you listen to some secular teachings on success in life and things like that. And not all of them are bad. It's just a man, if they were born again and preached it from a Bible standpoint, it'd work a hundred times better. They say, they say, all right, all right, uh, upcoming entrepreneurs, you ready? Decide what you want, decide what you want, and act like you already got it. It's actually a principle of faith. Right. Amen. Anybody want to just take a little laughing break? <laughs> ha, ha, ha. <laughs> See, Pastor, I don't feel like laughing. I know you're growing up. You're doing things at times you don't feel like doing because you're maturing. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Plus, you're taking your medicine. And, and you're following the example of your father. He that sits in the heavens shall laugh at the enemy and have them in derision. Always remember this. If you can't laugh at a disease, it shows you have faith in it. And you don't want any faith in any disease. <laughs> Everybody say, be happy like you got it. <laughs> Did I say Philippians 1.25? Look at Philippians 1.25. <laughs> Having this confidence. Oh, don't you like that? I know that I shall abide and continue with you all, Paul said, for your furtherance, and joy of faith. Being confident of this, I know that I shall remain and continue with you all for your progress and joy of faith, the New King James says. Are we progressing, church? Yes. <laughs> Say, Pastor, when are we going to go to the next series? When this one's in our blood. Yes. When there's been some changes in our lifestyle. Now, how many of you know the scripture reference that talks about put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness? Lift up your voice to God. Anybody remember that scripture? Put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness? No, isn't it, oh, woe is me? Let me post five sad things on Facebook for the spirit of heaviness? No, it's put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. What is he talking about? He's talking about praising God when you feel heavy. Not for the junk that the devil's thrown your way, but because God is good. Your eternity is secure, and he's going to cause you to win even over this one. Amen. Or he lied, and he didn't lie. We need to rejoice that God's not a liar. God is not a liar. Amen? Anytime the devil says it's not going to work, say, you don't get me to think God's a liar, devil. What do you think I am, a stupid fool? God didn't lie to me. The Bible says, put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Sometimes you have to be happy when you feel heavy. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't meddle. Sometimes you have to be happy when you feel heavy. Right. Amen? Right. No, 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 wait. It's like, he said it's like a coat, right? Put on the garment, right? Okay, so let's say you're in uh, minus 10 degree weather. You got a t-shirt on. Yeah, tell me about it. Um, 
and, and you, there's, there's no house around, there's no car around, and somebody comes up to you with a big fur parka <laughs> and puts it on you, right? Put on the garment of praise. Now, how many of you think that person would be warm, completely warm in 30 seconds if they'd been out in the cold? No. Here, here's my word. Here's what the Lord said. Keep the garment on. <laughs> right? Don't take it off. It's working. Say this. I am a thermostat, not a thermometer. You don't like the air in your house? Change it. You're not a thermometer. Always responding to the atmosphere. You can change the atmosphere yeah. in your realm That's of right. living. Maybe not in everybody else's unless they want your help, but you can change the atmosphere. You can change. You can be a thermostat. Yeah. Isn't that what Proverbs 17:22 said? Right? Mary Hart does good like a medicine. Do things aren't going well? Do something about it. You want it cooler? Make it cooler. You want it warmer? Make you're a child of God. We have been endowed with heavenly rights and power. Yeah. We can do something about these situations and circumstances. Yeah. And the devil wants you sad. Are you kidding me? He's doing his best to get everybody on this planet depressed about past sins, mistakes, people that did you wrong, not enough money, sickness, blah, 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 blah. He's trying his best. You know why? Because he knows the power of joy. Right. He's seen it operate from God himself before he fell. It's powerful to be joyful by choice. Because of what you believe. You're going to have to learn to smile when you don't feel like it. Why? Because you believe something greater than the problems that are against you. You believe. Say, I believe. So he's talking here about joy of faith. Joy of faith. And Paul said, I want to be here to help you progress in your joy of faith. <laughs> right? Right. Yes. Would you commit to something with me? Uh, you're just going to have to trust me that you want this if you're going to repeat this after me or you can just not repeat it, I guess. Say this. I, I am, going am going to be more of, more of a, joyful a joyful person than I've ever been before. Been before. I'm going to Practice joy. Practice joy. Practice joy. So if your spouse, if you're married or kids, if you hear laughing from the other room, just know everything's going to be all right. Is that my son in there I hear laughing? Must be taking their medicine. Absolutely. Come on, I said at the beginning, if you want to see something out of the ordinary happen in your life, you're probably going to have to do something out of the ordinary that you've been doing. <laughs> Just take your medicine. Just take your medicine. So let me tell you one definition of faith. You ready? One, one definition of faith. Just act like everything's okay. Did you get that? Here, here's one definition of faith. Just act like everything's okay. But pastor, everything's not okay. Well, from your eyes, it may not be okay. But from heaven's view, everything's going to be all right. <laughs> what did we talk about four weeks ago? Remember the question? What is trouble? 
Remember we found that out? What, what should be our definition of trouble? Just an opportunity for God's power to show up. Right? All right, one more scripture. Turn to 1 John chapter 5. 1 John chapter 5. Everybody say the joy of faith. See, here's, here's where it gets down to the, the rubber meets the road, right here, okay? How do you know if you're in faith? How do you know you're really trusting God for a healing? How do you know you're really trusting God for restoration? How do you know if you're really believing God for the good thing to happen that you want to happen? Because Jesus didn't say wanting it will get it for you. That's a part of it. But he didn't say hoping for it will get it to you. That's a part of it. He said believe you got it and you'll get it. How do you know you're really believing? One sure way to know you're really believing is you got some joy about what you're believing. Even in the midst of circumstances that are telling you it's not true. You're never going to make it. You're going down. You've gone too far. How do you know you're really in faith about it? And quit looking to your feelings to see how strong you are in faith. If you want to see how strong you are in faith, look to your heart, your mouth. Mm -hmm. Huh? And your walk. (laughs) You can just walk like you believe. Man, there's a believer. Look at that. (laughs) How do you know if you're really believing? Because if you're not believing, you're not going to be able to get believing results. Look at this, 1 John 5, 4. 1 John 5, 4. Whatever is born of God, that means if you're a Christian, you're born of God. Whatever is born of God overcomes the world. You are legally a world overcomer. Anybody want to be an experiential world overcomer? How many want to go from the paper to your life? All right, so right now you're legally a world overcomer because you're born of God. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Now, church, unless you have alien problems, (laughs) unless you have alien problems, you can overcome it by your faith. Well, what if I got an alien problem? Well, I'm sure there's a scripture somewhere in there. Well, actually there is. It says in the book of Hebrews, it says, by faith, they put to flight the armies of the aliens. It does. It says it in the King James. So I guess there are aliens. (laughs) Hey, I'm just quoting scripture. By faith, they put to flight the armies of the aliens. I'm sure that was probably talking about just people on the earth. But anyway, unless you have alien problems, you can overcome it with your faith. So we need to make sure that we are really in faith. And one sure way to tell you're really in faith is you got some joy about you. Joy, number one, that God loves you. You're born again. Your name's in the book. And I'm getting through this temporary thing on the earth, too, because he's my deliverer. Right? You're going to make it. Yeah, but pastor, the problems that I'm in today are because of my own faults and sins. Yeah, 
Probably, maybe, that's not always the reason there's problems, but you know what? The Bible says he will deliver you from your destructions. I mean, even the book of James in the New Testament says, um, is any sick among you? Call for the elders of the church. Don't just wait for them to come. Exercise some faith. Come on. Call for the elders of the church. Let them come. Pray over you, anointing with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick. Now listen, and the Lord will raise them up. And if he's committed sins, they'll be forgiven him. Say this, God is good. good. Come on, if you're... If you, if you have just fallen on your face and messed your life totally up and hurt other people, and you read in the Bible, Hosea chapter 4, that says, actually chapter 9, that says, Oh Israel, you have destroyed yourself, but in me is your help. Amen. If you believe that, you're going to be happy about that in the midst of Recovering from the greatest mistakes of your life. Does God want you happy? Yes. yes. What if I fall? What if I make mistakes? Does he still want you to happy? Well, it depends. Are you turning to him for help or not? Right. If you're turning to him for help, he wants you knowing that, yeah, you may have messed things up, but he said, in me is your help. Yeah. And a thousand other scriptures about forgiveness and cleansing. If you read those scriptures, you'll be happy even though you just had a fall. Mm-hmm. If you believe. Mm-hmm. It's not natural, is it? There's something about it that says, no, I've got to do penance here. I've I got to pay for my mistakes. I gotta... Well, then why did Jesus pay for your mistakes for you? Hmm? You're going to get from the Lord what you believe he's good enough to give you. You're not going to get any more than what you believe. There may be a lot more available, but you need to tap into it by faith. If you want it, you better believe for it. And if you, want, if you believe the Lord's, oh, look, if you believe the Lord's this good, you're going to see that much of his goodness in your life. If you believe the Lord's this good, you're going to see that much of his goodness in your life. If you believe the Lord is this good, can somebody get the scissor lift? <laughs> if you believe the Lord is this good, you're going to see that much of his goodness in your life. Because Jesus said, <laughs> what did he say? He said, <laughs> freeze, cut that out. He said, if you believe, you will see the glory of God. Well, you better stand up and dance with me because I'm going to keep preaching if you don't. (laughs) Everybody say the joy of faith. 